sense. There was an idea that we would come up with a new name for this podcast. Today we have that new name. Twitter polls be damned because we're going to do that. And obviously I've just been bad about the social media aspect of this and bad about the publishing aspect about this. And I'm going to get back on track, especially now that we've got a new name and a new logo and all of this. And I hope you enjoy it. New name. Jay, you want to tell them? Average stands. Welcome to the Average Stands podcast, everybody. I mean, you probably already know this because we've already changed the name on Anchor by the time of the drop of this episode. So, you know, we did it. This is now the Average Stance Podcast. This is now the Average Stance Podcast. Keep Debs and Dukes name <laughs> out your fucking mouth. <laughs> I was not expecting that, but that was funny as fuck. Oh. <laughs> that has to be a drop. We're adding that officially. That's, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was... Anyway, <laughs> big shout out, Miles, for this name. We were coming up with name suggestions. We asked a couple episodes uh, for you guys to send any suggestions you had in. Miles sent in a couple. Uh, we put together a list. Uh, a couple of Miles was, were on the list. And, uh, yeah, his, his uh, average stands was one of his suggestions. So, um, yeah, I'm getting a – uh, logo together for it at, as we speak. Um, average stands, uh, double entendre, because obviously Jay and I are huge Marvel stands and also Stan the Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, paying, paying respects to him. So, without further ado, this first episode of Average Stands, we started our first episode of Dabs and Duke. Is gonna smack me like Will Smith now because I said D. <laughs> um, we we started last year with the first series of 2021 WandaVision. That's how we started the podcast. And with the first series of 2022, we are starting anew with a new name. And we're not gonna do this every year. We're not gonna come up with a new name every year, like <laughs> you know, Meta World Peace. Um <laughs> Like we're mankind from wrestling. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, so let's just uh, jump into it. We're going to talk some Moon Knight today. We're going to talk some of that horrible, horrible movie Morbius. Um, we're going to talk, we're gonna, we, got, we got a bunch to talk about. We got some some stuff from the direct that they've been pushing, some more mm. Spider-Man news, some other news that's been dropping lately. So uh, we're just going to get into it. Want to start with Morbius since we were on the track? Yeah, we're gonna start with Morbius because we'll get into Moon Knight in a minute. But Morbius is some ass. Doesn't even drop till April. 
as a fucking joke. They chose the wrong day to drop that motherfucker. They chose the you you could have left the wrong day two out of that. Just they shouldn't have dropped it. They shouldn't have dropped it at all. <laughs> just kept it in the vault. Just keep it. Keep it. Sony, and this is the problem. And I was just telling Jay this before um before we started. And this is I was like telling my cousin this earlier today. Um The problem is with Sony here. Sony's going to keep pumping out these terrible, terrible, terrible live action movies that ruin the MCU canon to an extent. They ruin the multiverse canon, I guess, to an extent. Mm-hmm. No matter how much Feige and Disney and the MCU try to patch it up, Sony's just going to keep fucking it up with terrible dialogue and everything. And then they'll be like on the brink ready to sell because their their live action shit is not doing well and at that moment they'll drop another spider-verse movie and it'll be incredible and they'll make all their money and they won't sell and it, it, it's that's what's going to ruin it for everyone yeah i mean, ironically yeah. enough ironically enough the the you know one of the best things marvel's ever done is also the thing that's going to continue to ruin marvel <laughs> Because that shit needs to be out of the hands of Sony. Yeah, absolutely. I I compare the whole Sony situation to, you know, the quintessential issue where, like, there's a girlfriend, she has a boyfriend, and the boyfriend is a piece of shit. But, like, one random day, he decides to take her out for dinner and flowers. And it's like, oh, I forget right. for all the bad shit he's done, you know? Yeah, like she, she'd be like, oh, I'm going to break up with him this weekend. And then on Friday, he's like, let's go out to dinner and does this whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's, a good, that's a good analogy. Yeah. I just, <clears throat> I'm going to go into saying this. I'm going to shit in this movie, but I did not see it yet. Yep, me too. So, um, I'm only going off of what the streets are saying. <laughs> and this is not encouraging whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I, We both talked about this, like, I went into this experience fully like I don't give a fuck. Like I was very indifferent towards that. I think you were leaning more on like this is gonna be ass. I I was like this is gonna be bad, but I was like Mm. I think the multiversal um, implications are enough to possibly see it in theaters. Mm -hmm. And now I'm thinking damn this might be a worse comic book movie than batman versus superman and that's well documented on this podcast how much i fucking hate that movie so i i will eventually see morbius even though i've already seen all the multiversal repercussions on social media thank you to those who leaked it. i saw there was a meme it was the mr incredible meme and it was like broken the broken down mr incredible and it said, uh, me when No Way Home gets spoiled. And then it was like smiling, Mr. Incredible, me when Morbius gets spoiled. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, really, it, it saved me a trip to the theater. Like, I'm, I, I'll still go to the theater, but I just will pick something else to see. I'll see fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't care. I'll see it. Yeah. I didn't even see the first Sonic the Hedgehog because it probably sucks. <laughs> but, but honestly, yeah. it's more intriguing to me than Morbius at this point. <laughs> I'm just not looking at this pictures you sent me. <laughs> oh, this, this. this is be careful out there, everyone. I had two more reasons to get some other kind. <laughs> Someone broken and left four more. 
Yo, I'm telling you, like all these, all these memes that I sent you in reviews and stuff. Like there was, uh, oh this one was like God. Morbius writing, and it was, it was they did No Way Home if it was written by Morbius <laughs> writers, and it says, "I'll worry about it's Toby. I'll worry about Goblin, Salmon, and Electro. You get the girl." And then it's Tom saying, "I'll get her out of here, and I'll be right back to help you." And then it's Andrew, and it says, "No, Peter, I'll get the girl. That's my responsibility." <laughs> and it's so funny because that's terrible writing, and that's exactly how, based on what I've seen. It, it that's how it is like morbius i was just telling jay this before before we started the pod the post credit scene everything is like an npc canned response from morbius talking to vulture and somebody i saw on twitter said it's like they it's like they wrote the morbius part before they decided <laughs> which character they were gonna have him talk to what are you laughing at now does that <laughs> This is they should have gone all the way with it. I am Vulture from the hit movie Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. That was my favorite one. I'm Vulture no, from the Spider-Man Homecoming. Pictures of like individual oh people God. in the theater. Me watching more. There was one. There was a meme I saw. It was like uh, the scene from Dragon Ball Z where Goku's like, "Let's fight where nobody is or where there's no people or whatever." And then it would show them fighting in a theater where more is playing. <laughs> oh my god! And the crazy part is the tweet where they basically outline like the final post credit scene. That's real it. dialogue. Yeah, that's real Thanks. fucking dialogue. Thanks for meeting me, Doc. I've been reading about you. I'm listening. I'm not sure how I got here. I think it has something to do with Spider Man. I'm still figuring this place out, but I think a bunch of guys like us should team up. Intriguing. And then the person's like, this shit's tough out. That's how this fucking was in seventh grade. I could have written that in seventh that is... grade. That's so oh bad. God. It's so bad. That's so this is what pisses me off as someone aspiring to write film, right? This is what <sighs> pisses me off. Like, this is this is what gives Scorsese an excuse to say to write off all comic book movies. Because this is so bad. This is so bad. And I, I know you can't see this because it's an audio podcast, but I'm pointing at my phone right now at this 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 transcript of the last scene. This is so bad. This is so bad. I wonder yeah, how much they paid Mike Keaton to say this shit. Like, I'm just at a loss for words right now. It's tragic. I do think that the Vulture costume looks better. I like the Vulture upgrade. I'm not gonna lie, that's compared to the suit, but that's not enough. This one, uh, Morbius just isn't very good. Parts of it, some creative action or horror-ish sequences are actually cool, but the story feels flat, simple, messy, and dated. This guy, the Morbius movie comes out on April 1st or April Fool's Day. This is a reference to the fact that the movie is a joke and a complete and utter waste of your time. There's an account called Wong Updates and it says, after seeing negative reviews, Sony has re-edited Morbius to now being two hours of Wong eating a tuna melt sandwich. With this change, the reviews have skyrocketed to 100%. <laughs> the Wong updates Twitter is really funny. It's so yeah, funny. Yeah, this is funny. But, but it's just like, uh, there's just so many questions that arise with that post credit scene, too, because it's like, which one is that? Someone's petitioning for Andy Garfield not to be in Spider Man and Sonyverse anymore because <laughs> they know they're going to ruin it again. Like he just he just fixed his rep from those original like proved that it wasn't his fault that those original amazing Spider-Man movies did not do well. 
and now they're trying to bring him into this universe where the writing is this bad. Which I guess my my head canon at least of why Vulture's now in the Sony verse and why all this other shit keeps getting fucked up and like Toby might be going to the Spider-Verse movie and Andy Garfield might be going to the wrong universe and like the Sony verse or whatever. My thought is Doctor Strange just fucked up that spell again. If this dude fusses shit up again, we might have to take his powers away from him. Like, come on, man. That's what I said. But like, I mean, Sony might not give Disney any other chance with it. Like, they like that might be the only way Disney can write around it and still keep everything they've done. <sighs> this is a mess. It's a mess. We're getting to X Men territory here. This is terrible. Why is now, it this bad? Like, X Men movies are still quality. I'm talking timeline wise. We're getting to that territory. If you're talking writing, yeah. we're getting to like me putting together an essay last minute for fucking seventh grade English class. <laughs> Been reading a lot about you. Not sure how I got here, but I think it has to do with Spider-Man. How would you know that it has... What are yeah. you... What? Ah, this is terrible, 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 terrible writing. It's terrible writing. I could poop and then flush the toilet and record it and it would be better writing. No yeah, way, man. But it would be better. It would be better on my audio. I just, <laughs> I just don't understand like how they're even gonna get back to fight Spider Man. Like, there's so much. There's so many questions. They're trying to get because Sony's trying to cobble together a Sinister Six, and then try to just jam the Sinister Six back into the MCU. Or have Andrew Garfield fight the Sinister Six. Either way, I'm not excited. I feel like I really need to see the movie to like fully analyze just like how poor those two post-credit scenes are. Like I need I need some sort of contest with this because it's just not making sense. The Sonyverse, I'll say this, is officially worse than the DC universe. It's officially worse. It's the worst. It's the worst universe, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at least DC has a direction now. Kind this of. is as directionless as. But look how, you how, did. Does, how does the MCU hand <sighs> you a gift on a silver platter of how easy is this to set up? And then you just fuck it up. Uh-huh. I, I just, I, I, I need to find out who wrote that movie. And then Will Smith them. Keep my characters' names <laughs> off your fucking script. Yeah. It needs to be keep that fucking pen out your fucking hand at this That's point. what it needs to be. <laughs> not even not even that. We need to reduce <laughs> that. Not your fucking no hand. more writing. <laughs> That might be the title of this episode, honestly. <laughs> that fucking pen out your fucking hand. It's your fucking hand. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's- With that being said, I-, I will be catching it in the next couple of weeks on the cheap movie day for $5. I- so I will catch my it on- disappointment can be monetized. I'm going to wait until I can... F- find it on a illegal i've never used an illegal streaming service before but i'm this close just because i don't want to give sony the money you should 
I, I feel you. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not mad at you. I, I, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm done being negative for the day. Let's talk about something that's not fucking Morbius. Yeah. Um, and let's get into Moon Knight because that was fucking phenomenal. Um, what do you think? What are your thoughts? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very strong start, and I'm really looking forward to what we get. And in the last five episodes, it's disappointing as that is to me. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, like, that's what sucks is like finding out how many episodes there are before it even starts, because mm-hmm. then it's like. How are they going to fit this all? Because like you'll get like the first episode, the pilot, and then it'll be like, wow, I hope this goes on forever. And then it's like, oh, we got five more episodes and that's it. And it's just like, it was incredible. And I think it has the potential to be better than Loki and better than like the best series from the MCU we've seen yet. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I like, I mean, we know how Oscar Isaac is. He turned in the stellar performance so far and uh, Ethan Hawke was great, and yep. I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the cast. Yeah, I think it was just it was it was like funnier than I thought it would be too. Definitely, like it was like they did mix in some comedic bits because they're showing this movie is everything that the Incredible Hulk and the Venom movies isn't. Because this is the same type of character where it's like multiple personalities that are fighting for the same body. Just a little bit darker take on it this time. But yeah, it's definitely more clinical. Yeah. Um but it's it's they're doing it well. And the fact that the Mark Spector keeps calling uh Steven an idiot is mm-hmm. hilarious keep saying like oh the idiot's back and the voice the mark specter voice like that's in his head is great mm-hmm. i don't know who yeah. does that voice but it's great it's the same have you heard the movie inside Llewellyn davis oh uh-huh. is that uh it's um you said what it's like that voice yeah it's, it's one of the one of the co-actors voices from that movie pretty much nice yeah okay. they've worked together before okay i haven't seen the movie but it's it's I'll have to check that movie out then. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it, but I've, I've I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I really like that too. I like the fact that um, uh, what's his name? No, Kenoshu, Kenoshu, the god. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, I like the fact that him and Mark were like battling it out, and um, and his head. I thought that was really funny dialogue, and I like the fact that um, <clears throat> we only got a glimpse of like Moon Knight's power at the end of the episode because I didn't realize that like all of those scenes where he would like dissociate that was actually Mark fighting everyone because he's a mercenary right like that's that what really I nice twist. I, I really like how he like blacked out and then all of a sudden would wake up and he's like oh like I like how we didn't get until the very end didn't get any perspective from Mark like mm-hmm. we didn't see Mark in control at all because we were we were it was we were following along with steven's story right and will mark completely take over by the end of this maybe um i think that would be an interesting take if mark just completely took over steven by the end like because i feel like the happily ever after ending that we always get is 
all their friends inside of his head and it's like one is always in control and that's what's messy but i feel like if mark just completely takes over that would be a better take yeah yeah um i feel like they needs to i don't know that's hard to do with him having like dissociative identity disorder too so like that that's a tough chord to to strike i'm wondering how they're going to do that well but i'm saying like you would change the character completely i'm saying like keep the steven character for six episodes and mm-hmm. then every time you see moon knight from here on out it's just mark mm. i think it's so essential to moon knight that like he has all these personalities and balance yeah it's like i feel like that's the crux of what makes moon knight like wild the fact that he has like that's true limited control of things because of his disorder so i guess i'm wondering how they're like again i'm interested to see how they go about writing that and fitting that into this uh the sample size yeah especially with like you know you've got all your doctor strange type characters wanda type characters and then you get like daredevil and moon knight just like fighting on the ground but like they've still got this incredible yeah. abilities oh yeah what was the uh, what do you think was the funniest bit to you i was actually just thinking about that because it was like a one-liner where he says that when he's talking about going on a date with that uh the woman from work mm-hmm. and he says about like oh i can't really have ankle restraints on the bed because like what's she gonna think if she sees that <laughs> i thought that was like funny but like as a whole, the funniest, it's, there's two things. One, God, so I guess there's three things because, I mean, that one-liner. But then there was another part where uh, where Ethan Hawke was talking about his avatar, and he goes, oh, with the blue people. And he's like, I love that. And he's like, are you talking about the anime? And it just killed me. Yeah, that was funny. So, so funny. But I think ultimately the funniest part was the cupcake truck, that whole scene. It was very funny. The cupcakes were just smacking that dude around. He just smacks the guy in the face with the cupcake. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry about the cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, am I driving backwards? So what's the tally from car scenes in the MCU now? Didn't we have a little segment where we talked about like how many car scenes that are in the MCU at this point? So we got Doctor Strange with the primary car scene. We got mm-hmm. Fury uh, in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. We've got Tony. I'm trying to think what Tony's mm-hmm. driving. There's a bunch of Tony just driving a car. Not like yeah, a- Iron Man 2, even when he first encountered... Um- yeah, like that one when he encounters Whiplash. That's that's the one I'd probably count because I mean he's just driving all the time. Um, right. Literally, the theme song for Iron Man is called "Driving with the Top Down." Um, Black Widow. Widow, you got Steve on his motorcycle um, in Winter Soldier, and you got the Black Panther scene in Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, when he you got Black Panther and Black Panther with uh, Shuri driving. Yep. Uh, I almost forgot about that one. Um, I mean, if you count like vehicle scenes, you got a shitload there too, like with planes and stuff. Um, let's think. Other car scenes in Marvel. Shang-Chi with the Razor, when they steal Razor Fist's car. Oh, yeah. 
And I mean, there's a guy in the bus scene. Yeah. I'm like the Asian Jeff Cole. Yeah. <laughs> um, he does something. Trying to think of other even like vehicles that people drive. There's Luis's van. There's Ant Man, uh, the sequel, Ant Man and the Wasp has the car chase. Mm-hmm. I'll have to write these down so we have like a list. Yeah, we need a definitive list of a Moon Knight, Don Toretto esque moments in the MCU. We need a Wanda, the most, the most uh, Fast and Furious type moment in the MCU is definitely Stephen Strange. <laughs> yeah, that uh. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> New name for the podcast. We're done. That's the past. Yeah, that uh never mind. Yeah. Um, let's think. The other car chase type shits. Uh you get Peter. I mean, there's Peter on the boat. There's Peter dragging behind the car after he confronts Donald Glover, uh, mm-hmm. who's buying the weapons. You've got shit. There's just so many, honestly. Um I need a Wanda car chase. I need Wanda driving a car. <laughs> I think that would. What car do you think she would drive if, if that were to happen? If Wanda was to drive a car, it needs to be like sensible, but still cool. That's definitely like a Wanda type. Like it can't be like a sports car, but it also can't be like a fucking Prius. It's got to be like, <laughs> so it can't be like a minivan. Unless it was like in WandaVision, she could have driven a minivan. But like as a character, she can't drive a minivan. She has to drive like a, you know, like a, a 2016 Nissan Altima, something like that. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> or like even like a, like a, if you go like a little higher end, you could probably say she could drive like a, a Lexus. Yeah, I was literally gonna say yeah, a Lexus. Like she would drive a Lexus, absolutely. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, make it happen. I think I just think you need that because you think about like. All the other characters who drive are just like mm-hmm. ground level characters. You don't, other than Strange, who has not driven since he yeeted himself off a cliff. Um, no character with that amount of power drives a car. They can fly and shit, right? Like, why would you drive a car if you? Can fly? Yeah, what? Gas is like four forty something now. Why? <laughs> it's pointless. <laughs> Um, there's a lot. I'll, I'll get a running tally going, uh, and then next week we can dive into the full amount of car chases with uh, the MCU. But Moon Knight, we gotta rank them. We'll write that's all, that'll be the next thing we rank next week. Part of the episode, we'll rank the MCU car chases. <laughs> that'll be fun. Only on this podcast do we do little niche things like that when yep. it comes to the MCU. Only place you can find it Literally. right here on. Never stance. Yeah. Almost forgot the name of it. Yeah. I forgot the name of it. We got we to warm up to it too, ladies. I almost gentlemen. called it Devs and Duke, and I was like, nope, not Devs and Duke. And then I was like, what is it? What is it? And I was like, average stance. <laughs> I was like, I know it starts with an A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Transition, you know? But um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this episode, and I don't really have, I don't really have too many like standout. Things. I mean, I kind of wish that I hadn't have seen the um that clip of him in the elevator. Like oh. it was still good. Yeah, but you knew but, it was um, coming. Yeah, I yeah. That you know, I probably should have held up on that. But I really just like the cinematography behind 
like him dissociating. Yeah. Him I being on the bus right after that and looking I, crazy to other people. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the coolest part about cinematography is like the scenes with the mirrors. Any scene with a mirror. When he's like looking into it, like especially the bathroom scene at the end. He oh, looks yeah. in the mirror and there's like a thousand mirrors going back and you only see one of him. Mm-hmm. And that so was cool. it, it's like the cinematography on that was incredible. The cinematography yeah. the whole thing was incredible. Yeah, it was. It was really pretty, especially that scene when um he was going back to the restaurant because he thought he had the date. Like the way that that shot looked was, that was very so pretty with all the reds. Yes, yeah, I agree. But yeah, it was upset. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, this guy. I'm like this guy's yeah. Poland. He seems like a loser, but he's like, he's actually like, he's got a date with like a really good looking woman, and then it's like all of a sudden, just like, I'm like, yeah. he's gonna miss that date, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it's Sunday. <laughs> Forty eight hours off it sucks. He still got his steak though. Yeah, he did. Even though he's a so vegan, I'll, I'll take the good bits. The good bits. Yeah, the, yeah, that that's the good ones. The good. He's like a vegan, and now he's just killing people and shit. <laughs> now he likes his his steak, meeting well. I like the soundtrack too. How he just uh, the good steak. <laughs> I want the good bits, and then he's like, "How do you want that cooked? Uh, good." <laughs> but i i think like the tape on the door everything is just like yeah it just throws you into it and it's like it really does perfect soundtrack every song is about like waking up somehow and yet they find a good sound like in the cupcake van chase they play uh wake me up before you go go which is just such a funny fucking song to play behind a chase scene where people are getting shot while mm. one guy drives a cupcake fan <laughs> you could have made that any car you could have made that a taco truck Literally. but it wouldn't have been as funny with the taco truck it's yeah. funny because it's a cupcake fan <laughs> it would have been still a little funny in a taco truck but like yeah. Luis having the taco truck i think is the is 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 funny for his purposes because it's a converted taco truck that now just has the horn. <laughs> yeah. And plus, the cupcakes is. were weaponized. Plus, the cupcakes were weaponized. You can't weaponize a taco yeah. like that. You just smash it on his face. You can, <laughs> yeah. you can smear a whole ass cupcake right over that guy's face. And it, they did exactly. it well. Yeah. yeah Sorry about 100. the cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> also, I found out yeah. my brother told me last night the god that possesses Moon Knight is the same god from Night at the Museum. Really? And Night at the Museum is a Disney property now because it was Fox. Right. So, <laughs> theoretically, they could pull Larry David. Larry David? Larry David. Larry Daly. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we might have Larry David in the MCU. They should. They this should do it. This is pretty, pretty, pretty good. They pretty should good. make him somebody's dad. Like, just make him... <laughs> Just pick a character, make him that character's dad. Like there's rumors, <laughs> there's rumors that Bill Murray is gonna be Ant Man's dad. So now you just gotta get Larry David in there as like you know anybody's dad. Yes, he needs Larry to be like David a bus to Chaka. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, 
Yeah. The other bit that was really fucking funny was like whenever he would greet that dude and he'd be like, Yeah, enjoy Scotty. <laughs> he says Steven with a V. <laughs> with a V. <laughs> the way when he's like, hey, can you make sure this dodgy guy doesn't come in here? And he's like, uh, you can't really control that. It's a museum. <laughs> but but speaking to the museum, they could theoretically bring Larry Daly from Night of the Museum through the multiverse to be working at this museum. Yeah, definitely. Which I think would be funny. I don't think, personally, I don't think they should bring the character through, but I think they should have Ben Stiller play a security guard at that museum as like a nod to it. I think that would be very funny and very on point. Yeah, that would be a nice allusion to it. And that's, that's like the other thing. And I was, I was talking to my cousin about this too earlier too. The, since it's Disney... They can throw in little not like they throw in they like reference stuff like they reference Nemo in this movie or in this this episode, but they can like throw in little cutesy references without actually like so they're having Halle Bailey play the Little Mermaid live action. When they make the Namor movie, they can just have Halle Bailey swimming around in the background as like a nod to oh shit that's the Little Mermaid right now, but also not name her so it's like. It's not really, but like it's like a little you know. like Easter egg type thing. Yeah, you know? it's like the visual version of if you know, you know. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And I think that would be like a fun thing for them to do and a fun thing for audience. Like as a fan of Easter eggs, like that is one that I I think would be something fun for them to do. Definitely. Yeah, that would be that definitely would be dope. Yeah. I like stuff like that. That like only I feel like older, the older audience would get, not necessarily the youngins. Yeah, absolutely. Being brought by their parents. Right, like like Lou Ferrigno playing a security guard in the Incredible Hulk movie. Exactly. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Um. 100%. But yeah. Um. Other thoughts on Moon Knight? Uh, I thought that him talking to the man statue was very funny. So funny. Don't forget to tip. <laughs> he, makes the, he makes the couple tip the statue. <laughs> Cheers. Every time he leaves a message for his mom, I just always feel like the mom's dead. Like mm, I'm like, yeah. he doesn't ever talk to her. He just leaves messages. I feel like she's not actually the cell phone bit at the end, by the way, when he's talking to uh, Lydia or whatever her name is. Mm. That was interesting. Glad we got that little touch into mark's life and now we also know that mark has been alive in the 2000s at least mm-hmm. with a fucking track phone <laughs> mark specter pays for minutes everybody <laughs> yeah a millionaire has a, a burner phone yeah <laughs> he's getting one of those fucking prepaid cards from target right he goes and tells like, yo you were just here last week the fuck <laughs> You know, the thing that he found up there it was like a key or a flash drive or something. Uh, yeah, it was a phone and a flash drive. I want to say there's gonna be some wild shit on that flash drive. Yeah, it's gonna be some some outrageous shit. But but doing this thing where like I have really like crude jokes to tell, but like it's a tug of war of like should I tell it? Should I not? I'll save it. <laughs> Another do it, do it, do it, do <laughs> it. 
No, nah, it wasn't that crude. It was just uh whenever I hear of like someone having a flash drive, it's like you got some shit on there that you shouldn't be <laughs> you should not be sharing with anyone. You should be imprisoned. it's a flash drive man like it's 2022 what are you still doing high in flash drives that's yeah that's a fair point that's a fair point (laughs) Uh, what anything else um they showed there was a there was a unrelated to moon night but there was a photo that dropped this week of Jonathan Majors with no shirt on and he's just absolutely fucking yoked and somebody said how is Ant-Man gonna fight this <laughs> and I was like to be fair of everyone in the MCU Paul Rudd's probably the only one that that could stand up for it I mean it's like it's like the Thor's hammer thing if any actor in the MCU was gonna hold Thor's hammer it would be Paul Rudd yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Paul running street clothes, holding up the, the hammer. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think it's. I just want to see more, 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 more. You know what I don't want to see? Mm. Morbius. <laughs> That's why it's called. It's more, more BS. Because <laughs> it's morbid, morbidly. No, no, it's just more like M O R E space B S. <laughs> from Sony, more B S. That is like a, uh, that's a fucking Buzzfeed ass uh, <laughs> title header right there. More B S. Yeah, more B S or more B S. Column by Adam Duke. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna send it over. <laughs> you should. It's gonna be just about Sony being shit. If I was like a movie reviewer and I was tasked to review a movie that I know is going to be bad, Before I wouldn't even know. write like a full thing. I would just write like one word responses like, ugh. Like, oh like Morbius' writers did when they were writing the last scene of dialogue for Morbius. <laughs> yeah. Only it would just be one word. It would just be sigh. Sigh. Or LOL. Or intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> Mayo. Some shit, dude. It sucks. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. So, are we even looking forward to Craven? That's next project, right? They're just gonna keep taking actors who have been good in some shit and just be making them make the worst movie of their lives. Poor Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Poor Tom. Aaron Taylor Johnson's been through enough with that old lady. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fact. Then you know you get Morbius, which is currently seventeen percent on Rotten. Oh Tomatoes. my gosh! Jared Leto goes from Dallas Buyers Club to seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Tom Hardy, one of the best actors of the generation, mm-hmm. and you just throw him into fucking Venom, which he was like Venom again, mm-hmm. first Venom movie solid fun all of it second venom movie still fun but sucked morbius looks like it's not fun and it also looks like it sucks yeah it doesn't even look like it would give you laughs 
that's what i'm saying like that's the that's the at least nice thing about the second venom is is like there are moments where i can be like i remember that moment and i appreciate it and it was funny not because it was ridiculous but funny because it was actually inherently funny (laughs) yeah there's also moments where it was funny because it was ridiculous yeah a la (laughs) woman gets out of prison after 30 years and drives a car (laughs) rips it down the street drifting like toast off a fucking mario kart rainbow road they released a new poster for Moon Knight. It's just a fucking cupcake. <laughs> oh my god! By the way, That's that sweet. whole chase—I was waiting for that cupcake to fly off, and I was glad it did at the end. But I really wanted it to whack someone. Yeah. Really what if it was actually the cupcake that smashed the dudes instead of the logs? That would have been so funny. Like if he just like stopped fast and the cupcake flew off the back and it just like smashed through the windshield. <laughs> Like, right after he smashes the cupcake on the guy's face, the big cupcake smashes the other guy's face. But, like, <laughs> crushes his face. Yeah. <laughs> Death by sweets. Death by sweets. Death by chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Do you know who's in She-Hulk? They just released his in She-Hulk. Who? M- Megan the Stallion. Oh, I heard that that was rumored. So that's actually a thing? Uh-huh. It says, new evidence indicates Megan Stallion filmed an action scene for She-Hulk Disney series. Yo, I can't wait for her to break out into performance during the show. I can make fire. Uh, Wong is potentially in She-Hulk, so fucking good. Yes. Everything. Get my man Wong in every movie. Mm-hmm. Anything that's not even related to Wong, you know? <laughs> yeah, he could appear. Why not? Oh, also that the Stevens boss hated her. She's oh such, yeah. She's such a hateable character. Which is Yeah, good. she really is. We needed a hateable character. For sure. Um, Did you just say that Disney Plus? Edited Falcon and Winter Soldier to censor yeah. the violence. They said the original edit is going to be back on as soon as possible. All right, good. Because, but yeah, this, this, did you see the photo? No. Nah. Oh. So this is one of them. This is just like the guy that got shot by um, the doc. Yeah, the doc that got okay. shot by Zemo. They closed his eyes, they took all the blood off his face, and they got rid of the bullet wound in his chest. So he's just like literally laying there for no reason. I don't understand why they tried to clean that shit up. They just what if it? You know how Tony gets shot in what if and there's no bullet? <laughs> yeah. Or he gets stabbed or whatever. Stabbed in the arm. No blood. No blood. Like that's how it is. There's no blood and his eyes are closed and it's garbage. Um, but they did, they did, they are getting rid of this again. But that they accidentally, I don't know why they accidentally uploaded the clean version. Either way, I do think if you, maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe they were uploading the clean version for if you have like the parental controls set on. Mm. And then the parental control set off, you get the real version with all the blood. That's probably what they were doing. Yeah, that makes the most sense. And they accidentally just replaced the whole thing instead. But this is why, because they can change it at any time, this is why I buy the bootleg DVDs. Because because if they can change it at any time, why, like, 
I don't know. I mean, I think it's helpful at some points. Like if you fuck up the continuity of the Stark Tower and you can go back in and you can fix that. Yes, great. But if you, you know, can edit stuff like some good parts to clean it up for kids or whatever bullshit. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. But yeah, that shit is very stupid. Yeah. Ezra Miller. What does like, the Ezra Miller do, sidebar? Ezra Miller? Uh, he broke into somebody's house and he threatened uh, the couple. He said, Are you serious? He said something like, I'm going to kill you and your whore wife or something. Are you really serious? Yeah. What? Or maybe he said, I'm going to beat the shit out of you and your whore wife. Either way, he threatened. He threatened the couple. So DCEU, DCEU is in shambles, as if it wasn't already. Uh, why why did he do that? What's what's the story behind that? Why the fuck did he do that? Still not as bad as Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but at least they got that other kid they can just replace him with at a uh, moment's notice. The other version of Flash from the CW. The better version. <laughs> oh my god. Uh there's rumors that part of Moon Knight takes place in Laveria. Hmm. I want to see it. Get yeah, I would it. like to see it too. Introduce Doom right now. <laughs> Do it. You won't. Introduce Doom right now. <laughs> and then you have Doom and Kang at the same time. Which I still think that a huge like disappointment about MF Doom dying is I wish they would have gotten him as a Doom variant. Like just for like a cameo. Have him come through as a variant of Doctor. Oh my God, that'd be so crazy. That would like like when I say like cast people as Easter eggs, that could have been a huge Easter egg casting. If you had like if they're gonna cast Krasinski as just a cameo of a variant of Mister Fantastic, why not cast (laughs) whoever you want as a cameo of a variant? Like Cruz is coming in to be a variant of Tony. Mm -hmm. You get anybody you want to be a variant of whoever. Just have a a husky black man there. Like, wow, Victor looks different. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you have Loki, right? Who's like a skinny white dude, and then Mm. variant bold Loki, like big black dude. Big black man, yeah. You get old Loki. You get kid Loki. You get a fucking alligator. You have a woman. You have like all these variants. Like anything's possible in the multiverse. So. It doesn't matter, you know, Peter Dinklage and uh, that six foot four black man that played Bolivar Trask in the tiny like bit role in the original X-Men. Yeah. Possible through the multiverse. Them yeah. both playing the same character. Like, I don't even remember who the other guy was. I just remember like when I found out Peter Dinklage is supposed to be playing this character who already appeared once um, and was the exact opposite of Peter Dinklage. Uh, I'm like, that's kind of funny but also like why wouldn't you try to <laughs> like, like even, if more. even if you're recasting why wouldn't you like you know like obviously like Don Cheadle's not that close to Terrence Howard Mark Ruffalo is not that close to Ed Norton but it's like it's close enough with both of them like it's like believable where if you're changing from a six foot four black man to like a four foot 10 white man it's just like <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> they throwing caution to the wind at that point. Honestly. Yeah. Truly, I could uh I could be a Meg the Stallion uh, variant. Me and you are gonna do a version of sweetest pie as variants of Meg and Tua. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Finally. It's what everybody wants. This is the new content you get from fucking average fans. This yeah, is, this is it. This is it. You're welcome. <laughs> Did you see uh Benedict trying to uh fucking hit the skirt on everyone blaming shit on him in No Way Home? He I did said, see well, that. Peter, Peter was the one who fucked it up six times, like, but you still chose to do it after. Right, right. He's trying to defend his character. He's like, don't come at my guy. He's like, <laughs> I love I love when people stand up for their characters like this. Like, especially when it's something that's like so heavily speculated on like this. Like it's like and and then like the actor will be standing up for their character's decision. <laughs> Like, I'm like, mm. you know, obviously, like, not every actor can stand up for their character's decisions. Like, you know, uh, even if, like, Brolin tries to stand up for Thanos' decisions, like, he has a case there. But, you know, sometimes you get, like, Willem Dafoe. He can't stand up for Goblin, but he knows that. He doesn't try to stand up for Goblin. Mm-hmm. Like, he he just goes along with it. He's like, oh, he's yeah, I know he's crazy. Like, <laughs> there's no dispute in that. Right. Yeah. I appreciate the the honesty and candor from can, candor. Honesty and candor from mm. Willem Dafoe in that situation. Um, I, I wish I was You sure what? I just want to say I'm just looking along the draft and one day I'm gonna sit down and like engross myself in the Star Wars universe. I wish I could like understand the excitement. I watched Obi Wan okay. show coming out. Like everyone seems very hyped about it. I was just like as a kid, and even now, I just never got into Star Wars that much. And it was really because it was too much fucking sand. You know how much I hate sand movies. Yeah, it was just too much sand. I'm like, this, it's boring. Like it's it's not boring. Like the movie might not be, the content might not be boring, but it's just like I can't look at that much sand and enjoy myself. The movie's dry. Is what you're trying to say? The movie's dry without it even necessarily being dry like if it looks dry based on the sand there's literally a line in the one star wars movie where anakin's like i hate sand i'm like yeah me too guy but the, like i mean i've seen all the movies it's just like i haven't really engrossed myself like fully into it and i haven't grown to appreciate the mandarin which i've heard is phenomenal mm-hmm. i've heard such great things about all the new star wars stuff besides um whatever that one movie was the skywalker movie um mm-hmm. um the uh, i know what you're talking about. i haven't seen that one i haven't seen that one and i haven't seen rogue one i did see um the force awakens very good probably the best one i've seen hmm. um that's the most recent star wars content i've seen and i don't know it's just like I I am diehard for the MCU, which doesn't necessarily mean I can't be diehard for anything else. It's just like no other universe has really gripped me as much. Like DC has not, like the comics are good, but like it's like when it comes to the movies, it's like the, the DC movies have not really gripped me. Mm. Star Wars never gripped me. It's like 
MCU is it's kicking ass. That's why we have this podcast, and we touch on other things, but it's like mainly MCU because you and I, and I know like you and I like both diverge into like other sects of film too. But it's mm-hmm. like I don't know. But we both share in common this love for the Marvel universe. Yeah, it's the equalizer for us for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Defo. Defo. And that's that's a testament to how good Marvel is. Like they're the the intersection between like having it be uh like appeal to the comic book fans and like be mass appealing, right? Like right. anybody could watch it and just have a fun time. Absolutely. Like the casuals, yeah. like they can they can just watch it and be like, This is this is good. Yeah. And but that's what I said earlier. I was like, people coming up to me being like okay, what six movies do I need to watch to understand the Marvel Universe to watch No Way Home right now? I was like, that's not how it works. I'm like, you got to start at the beginning, movies. do your time, watch the 23, and then, you know, you can skip like the last four yeah. because everything recent really hasn't crossed over too much. But you're going to need to watch a good 23 movies before you even get into this. Oh, Chris, this is a very specific number. Did someone actually say that to you? I'm trying to think. I mean, people have asked me like what content you can skip to get to certain points. And I'm like, there's not really a whole lot that you can skip. Like you can maybe skip Thor 2. You can skip Hulk. You can skip Iron Man 2. Um, And some of these, you can't skip the post-credit. Like you'd still have to look up the post-credit on YouTube because that's very crucial. That's a huge plot point. Like you can skip... As much as I love Iron Man 3, I don't, and I think it's a huge plot point for Tony's arc. I don't think it's crucial to the overarching story. Yeah, you could get, you could get like how he feels about shit from Ultron. Right. You could fucking skip, Civil War. You could skip the first Captain America. Unless, I mean, like that's, that's, that's introducing the character. But if you yeah. want, like, I mean, really, you could skip all the way. You could start with the first Avengers movie. And you just get introduced introduced to all the characters there. I'm gonna say you can. I feel like you could do a, a bit of skipping. I mean, I wouldn't like, of course, I wouldn't recommend it. it. Right. But if you wanted to, you, you could. You can. Yeah. It's just like you miss Takes out on the fun. Right. Yeah. Like you, you can watch the first Avengers movie as your first movie, but then you're like, you don't know who Tony is. You don't know who Cap is. You just like get these impressions of them based on. But you like you can you you'd be like you would hate Tony if you just started with the first Avengers movie. You'd be like this guy's an asshole to everyone. But if you don't like if you watch the first two Iron Man movies, which both come before Avengers, it's like, oh, this makes sense to this guy. Why this guy's the way he is, and he mm-hmm. is like selfless at times, and he cares about things. But it's just like he comes off this way because you know he just didn't have a great relationship with his dad. He was raised rich. He was you know list of things he's got ptsd now like mm-hmm. it's it's just you figure out who he is based on those movies and yeah you can skip them but it's you know you miss a lot same yeah. with thor like thor one you find out who he is in there. and loki like yeah. i don't know there's just like a lot if you skip movies yeah yeah, definitely agree. 
which my brother has gotten super into anime lately because uh, his friends like at school now are all super into it and so they got him into it and he's been watching he like rushed through naruto which has like hundreds of episodes but he found like a thing online where it was like everything from like the manga like the the episode like they caught up and so then there's like 100 episodes or whatever that are just not apparently yeah. part he was like explaining to me the other day he's like the there's like 100 episodes or so that aren't part of the manga at all it was just like they made them while they like wrote more source material mm-hmm. and so he just like skipped right over all that and he's like i know i'm <laughs> like caught up. i was like that makes sense i'm like and he's gonna go back he says he's gonna go back and watch them but um that's a situation where i'm like yeah you you can skip if you want because it's not source material with marvel it's different because the source material there's so much of it that they just pick bits and pieces from different stories yeah and sometimes add their own twist to it exactly yeah yeah with naruto there's just hella filler too like there's inconsequential shit yeah that's what he's done yeah yeah but Shout out to him for doing it. That's like, took me a minute to finish all of Naruto and Shippuden. So, and I watched everything. Wow. He, uh, yeah, he's been going through all of them just because like his friends are super into it. So he, he, they, they started him on, uh, still want the Giants, Titans. Attack oh, on Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. He started with that one. And then he went, he did uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves that fucking shit. And then I think he did, I'm trying to think. There was like a few of them. It was like three or four. And now he's on Naruto. <laughs> so. I Anime, that's... like, uh, it's so interesting that anime is like such a thing now. Right. I, I feel like both of us were like on the cusp of the whole age where it was like not cool. Uh-huh. You know, in middle school, and now it's just like everyone is watching on Titan, literally, and like having random conversations about it yeah. online and in person. And I just—that's another thing that I never got into. That like, and like, I don't have anything against getting into it, that or Star Wars or anything. Like for that matter, I mean, I, I DC, I do think has its problems. I think the other things are all. It's just I personally have not gotten into them. Yeah. Um, DC again, I think, is too much of a fucking mess. To, to, I mean, granted, I've watched most of the DC movies, but it's like, I, I would understand why someone wouldn't want to get into DC as opposed to the others, which I feel like, as much as I don't like sand movies, I can appreciate the lore of Star Wars and I can mm-hmm. appreciate the lore of, you know, anime like all the different shows and movies and everything even though i haven't personally gotten into it um because again like marvel's like my one running thing that i like am super super invested in Mm -hmm. where as like it's it's like there's so much else out there that i probably should try to also like start getting into it's just like marvel's always putting out the stuff and then i like watching my other shows like atlanta's dropping again like yeah like you know so every time you think oh i gotta break for tv and then like only murders in the building which was like 
I heard that that was really good. Steve Martin, right? Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez, all right. fantastic. Paul Rudd's going to be in season two. Hmm. Um, trying to think who else has been in it. Sting was in season one. He lives in the what? building. Yeah, uh, the singer from the police, not the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, um, I fucking know Sting. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It, like, he plays himself, so it was good. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Only Murders, it was, like, a cute show. It was, like, good. It was it was fun. And, I like, I watched it with my mom because, I don't know, I just, I heard about it, and I was, like, I kind of want to get into this show. And then she also wanted to get into it, so I did. And then, you know, Ted Lasso's filming right now. So season three of that will be dropping soon. My friend tried to get me into Mythic Quest. I'm still trying to get into that. I watched the first episode, but I'm still like, there's a lot. There's so much. Uh, yeah, you have that fucking, uh, what's that show with Adam? What's the last name? On Apple TV, Severance? Yes. You heard of that? I yep. saw the first episode of that. That was really good. I heard that's good too, yeah. So, yeah, there's a ton to invest in. Almost on Apple TV. Like, this is like the age of content. Like, just, man, there's so much. Of everything, man, and it seems like everyone is getting a show. Yeah. Does everyone deserve a show? No, but <laughs> you know, yeah, everyone's getting it. Hey, I need some. That's what's up. Give me it. <laughs> That's what like puzzled me about the Oscars, though, in terms of like everyone getting something. Like, why would they send Amy Schumer to be the host, one of the hosts? Like, like, you know, Wanda being a host, I was like, great, fantastic. Um, but like, I don't even remember who the third host was. I didn't watch it, except for the Chris Rock bit, <laughs> which I've seen probably three hundred times. Yeah, but I don't know because, like, once I saw Amy Schumer was like one of the three hosts, I was like, no, nah, not interested. She never. I, no, if you think he's funny, shout out to you. She's just never been funny. If you think she's funny, not shout out to you. You're going to hell. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't no. get that type of humor. I, I don't know. I've never found it. You know, you know who we have to blame for like someone like her existing? Huh. Sarah Silverman. Although Sarah Silverman was like funnier than her. That type of humor. Like, yeah. I think it's just like people tried to spin off. Of it. So, you know, like it's like when someone has something quality, and then someone tries to like make something similar. <clears throat> and it's like, sometimes people succeed. They're like, okay, like this is quality. And then this is like a similar, like I'm trying to think of an example here. Like <clears throat> that's not like something that's created by the exact same person, like, like the Irishman, but like that's created by a guy who's known for making that type of movie. Mm-hmm. But, but like, I'm trying to think of like a, a someone who was like, inspired and it's just so clearly like a remix of something else uh I like i guess like the fast of it i was gonna say fast and furious and reservoir dogs only it's with cars <laughs> but, but that's not like the best example either um i don't know point is it's like Amy Schumer took bits and pieces of what Sarah Silverman did and then made it bad. Literally. 
it just doesn't it's sarah silverman just like not funny yes yes it's the whole um like sarcastic witty dry humor that not everyone can pull off well that's the thing it's like people that you know try to rip off like like dane cook oh boy dane fucking cook it's just like another product of like like pulling from past comedians and then just not being funny yeah he had a run that's a crazy part then had a run yeah we let him have a run don't say we don't blame us don't blame our generation (laughs) i mean technically probably the olders older people of our generation like yeah it's their fault but like it was the millennials we're the what are we gen z right i don't know i i don't know if i'm a young millennial or old gen z i i never Mm. fucking know either way it was it was the older millennials who who gave jeff dunham his run and are gonna burn in hell for it um I could look at like an older millennial and be like, "You, you fucked with Larry the Cable Guy when he had his run." I could tell. But like, and, and then who's the other guy? Who's the guy with the puppets? Oh my god! Fucking, he's just on the top of my head. Uh, Jeff Dunham and oh, oh, Dane Cook. I said earlier, Jeff Dunham was the guy. With the yeah, yeah, Jeff Dunham was the guy with the puppets. Jeff Dunham was like funny for like eighth graders and like adults with paying money paid to keep him in business and now he's playing at like fucking 7-eleven are you serious i don't know where i I saw that he was like touring again but he's like playing very tiny tiny venues 7-eleven targets he's like the yodeling kid only (laughs) doing stand-up with puppets yeah jesus crazy what we accept as a as in yeah yeah it's like the first episode of community when he's like we can connect with a pencil we can give a week to sharks and we can give ben affleck an oscar for screenwriting (laughs) and it's like that only change it to jeff dunham dane cook and amy schumer Yeah, give Jeff Dunham, Amy Schumer, and Dane Cook a platform. (laughs) That whole era, the early 2000s was a mess. The early 2000s, everything sucked. And we talked about this a little bit earlier this week, but like, really, like, movies were at an all time low. Uh, Comedy was at an all time low. Um, TV, pretty much, I mean, like, there was, you got like some things, like, the TV wasn't a complete mess, but it's just because you throw enough at a wall and stuff, some stuff's going to hit, right? Yeah. Like you had like scrubs in the office and stuff, but it's just like you also had a bunch of other shit ass TV that, you know, like the Big Bang Theory. I was a Will and Grace guy. Michael Will and Grace. I like that shit for some reason. I forgot. I, I always forget, I feel like, about Will and Grace. Yeah. Like, Kings and Queens too. King Queens so good. That's underrated. Oh my god, so underrated. funny, so funny. Um, but you know, you also had uh, what was that other terrible show that was like similar to King of Queens, but like it was like bad. There's a lot of those. <laughs> there are a lot of those. There are so many. I mean, like now more than ever, like the neighborhood. Like you have two mm. funny people in that. You got Cedric the Entertainer. 
and you've got uh max schneider i think his last name max no max schneider's a musician uh what the fuck is that guy's name max something the guy that plays schmidt in new girl also very funny guy um but the show as a whole just not fucking funny yeah yeah it's just like anything with a laugh track is just like instantly you don't like laugh tracks i hate laugh tracks i'm like you don't need to tell me when to laugh just write something funny and i'll laugh (laughs) i don't mind it depending on what the show is that's what i'm saying i mean like there's there's shows i mean there's shows that you know laugh track doesn't bother me Mm -hmm. but also i think that that's the next the next season of i think you should leave needs to have a laugh track in one of the skits definitely um I love a nice ironic laugh track in the background. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I think a lot of shows with laugh tracks are just. Yeah. Um, yeah, but early 2000s, everything. Music was like not an all time low, I wouldn't say, but it was just like, you know, it was fine. Yeah, it couldn't be in the all time low, bro. You had black IPs. Come on. Now. In their prime. Yeah, like. We already talked about Will I Am. Come through the multiverse, Will I Am. We'll be waiting Will, for you. Will I Am is the only X Men character coming through the multiverse <laughs> with the cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, honestly, music might be the one piece of art slash literally anything that was good in the two thousands. The yeah, more two thousand music is very good. Early two thousand music smacks. Yeah. yeah. No, I I will say that to the early two thousand music smacks tv bad for the most part uh movies bad for the most part which granted you know you you, you get a couple movies in there but it doesn't mean every i'm saying majority here um yeah. and compared to other decades like you want to compare the 90s you want to compare 1994 with pulp fiction and forrest gump and uh what was the third one that came out that year that was nominated for best picture like 94 itself was stacked then you get like the in, like the like pixar's born like the 90s were fantastic um 80s fantastic like 90s you get matrix right like 80s you have all your 80s movies which were just they're all in themselves iconic you get you know 70s i mean the further back you go though like the movies start to fall off too um but it's like once you hit like Good you trying to say, bro? You don't like Orson Welles? Is that what you're trying to say? And hey, we've had a conversation about Orson Welles before. <laughs> oh my god! I'll be like, the, I'll be like the Orson Welles pounding fire. <laughs> what did you say about that? <laughs> like, uh, no, he doesn't say Orson Welles. Orson Welles is an earlier reference in that movie when he says, "Oh, when he's talking about how he only got action like two years ago." He's he's like, "I peaked too early, dude." You're like Orson Welles. He's like, yeah, that's why he ate his fat ass to death. <laughs> Super bad. Quality movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Those, anyways. Those anyways, we're getting way off track here, but it's yeah, fine. Definitely. It's fine. I don't even remember how we devolved to this. We were like talking about other genres of film and television. Yeah, we were just going through some uh, direct. Yeah, we're going through direct, and then we got to be talking about, oh, because you were talking with, I think Ezra Miller is what derailed the whole thing. Way to go, Ezra Miller. Another crime. Derailing our first episode of fucking 
Ever stands. Ever stands. I almost forgot it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do it. Yeah, we will. We will yeah, in good we'll time. Yeah. Um, any other notes? Any other closing? Uh, I'm gonna take one last run through the direct and see if I can remember anything else that I remember reading into this week. Um, but other than that, you know, it was it was a good week, and Moon Knight is kicking ass, so I'm excited for it. Um. Guardians are talking about their last film coming out. How like a lot of them, it's gonna be their last one. Iron Heart, uh, Endgame. Do we talk about a uh, Thor for being like a Doctor Dre's The Chronic at this point? It's just never gonna come out with a trailer. Thor four is gonna be like. Uh, I'm trying to think of another example there. Who like put out that surprise album? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like that. Uh, I don't remember what album that that was. Could you imagine? I think it was just like, wasn't it Beyonce? The yes, album called it was, Beyonce. It was yeah. Yeah. Um. That's what it's gonna be like. It's just gonna be no trailer. And I think I left you a voice memo this week about how I think they're gonna the trailer's gonna premiere in the previews for Thor 4. <laughs> in the yeah, you know what? I'm a that would be such a dope idea to do in the movie industry to just like shock drop. Shock That'd drop so the trailer right before your own movie. No, how about this? No trailer, just drop it. Literally, like an album. That would be crazy. Like album. Yeah, that would be nuts. Have a whole, like, no singles. fucking flurry of people, like, wrestling to get tickets. Pop it on, like, a fucking Tuesday Ooh. At, at noon. <laughs> so many people are going to be told to get back to work that day. It's going to be unreal. <laughs> Dude, if they dropped it on a Tuesday at noon, I could theoretically make it because that's before my shift starts. I would, I would be there. I would choke slam a kid through a table. Bang. <laughs> Ever since you used that reference of if we went and saw No Way Home in theaters, it would have been like WrestleMania. That's all I can think of now. It's like, it's like I'm gonna go so crazy for these next couple movies. I'm gonna be ready to like, you know, throw a kid through the announce table. DDT someone, yeah. DDT, right, yeah, right, yeah. right through a ladder. Like yeah. no holds barred. <laughs> throw him off of a cage like mankind. Throw him right off, yeah. <laughs> Toss them off. Anyways, thank you for joining us. For you got anything else, Jay? Um, late as gay as. Late as gay as. I really <laughs> thought that that alligator he was looking at was gonna come alive just because he kept saying late as gay as. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Um, sound. Yeah. Uh. So until next week, late as gay as and. Mm-hmm. Keep Dabs and Duke's name out your fucking mouth. Fucking mouth. Or else <laughs> I'm gonna smack the shit out of you on stage in front of your peers. <laughs> I forget what episode I put the Agents of Shield reference into, so I'm putting this song into 48 and 49.